the ARV is, you know, 200. There's a 195 comp, a 205 comp, and a 208 comp. But you say, if I do everything right, it's going to be worth 220. Mm. And then on the rehab, it needs 40 green, but you say, I'm going to do the work myself over the weekend, so I'm going to put 30 green in. And you just stretch the numbers on each side mm-hmm. of the formula. And if they both go wrong, you're really screwed. If one goes wrong, maybe you're okay, but just sticking to the numbers and not letting emotion get involved. You're listening to The Faster Freedom Show, hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls. Hello, and welcome to The Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. How are you today, Lucas? I'm doing well, Mr. Prim. How are you? Good. What socks do you have on today? Is that Hulk Hulk socks? Hulk socks. Your son gave you those for? Um, Either birthday or Father's Day, I forget. I feel like uh, my favorite ones are your Iron Man ones. Yeah. I like the Captain American ones. Those are fresh. Those are a little more subtle. Yeah, like blue and grays. And it's just got the... uh, like purple and green. And his face. And his face. Ah, Hulk smash! Yes, Hulk does smash. Speaking of uh, Father's Day Day gifts, we found a shirt that was given to me in a bag as a gift in our kitchen cabinet the other day. And I was like, I hope that's not for my birthday because that was eight months ago. So I th- we think it's from Father's Day. It's only you know two and a half months ago. What is the shirt? I wore it yesterday. I just pulled it out of the bag and wore it. Okay. Was that yeah. that? I don't remember what you wore yesterday. Just a nice little polo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Well, good. Well, today we are going to talk about the biggest mistake we made starting out, and we'll probably hit on a couple. So if you're new and or you just like hearing about people fucking up, this episode might be good for you. Then we're going to do Riddle Me This. I'm going to stump Lucas with a few riddles. And then what's trending? We're going to talk to about um, some Kevin Hart and some NVIDIA stuff that's trending in the market because that company is blowing up. Um, I have some other thoughts on that as well, dealing with China and Taiwan. And then we're going to preach. We're going to motivate you. This is Motivation Monday. You are going to be ready to run through a brick wall at the end of this episode, not punch a brick wall like Lucas did in college over a girl. Nah, not, not me. Broke your hand. Yes, I did do that. Broke your boxer fracture, right? Yeah. Got uh, another fun part of that story I probably shouldn't say. On air, but maybe one of these days this I'll tell you. This is rated E. For everyone mm-hmm. or explicit? Both. All right, here we go. So, um, Lucas, I would like to set the table, then I'll kind of hand it off to you if you don't mind. So, um, making mis- I feel like the biggest mistake people make is fearing mistakes, if that makes sense, like trying to avoid mistakes. I've said this before, and I really like this saying, if you avoid mistakes or you avoid failure, you avoid success. You are going to fail, and the bigger your dreams, the bigger that your failures are going to be. Nobody has an exact, straight, efficient path to success. A path, yes, it's up and down if you're not watching. You should watch just for that if you're listening. Um, Lucas's up and down logo. But in general, if you're going to succeed, you're going to fail and you're going to make mistakes. So if you like tippy-toe around every little corner, overanalyze, um, and just don't take action or the situation's got to be perfect for you to take action, you're never going to take enough action to make a substantial difference. So I, I just wanted to lay that out there and kind of hand it off to you. I think in general, my thoughts are, If you want to be successful, you just have to lean into mistakes and learn from them and try not to repeat them too many times. Great. How was that? Your boy's on fire. Are you going to come with it today or what? Are you just going to let me? Well, I think that's a good good intro, right? Yeah. um, And we've made a lot of them, but like building a business or building the life you want, however you're looking at this, um, I don't know how you're supposed to learn and get better if you're not making mistakes. 
Yeah. Like it's it, it's impossible to do everything right. That just doesn't happen. And mm-hmm. if you are, you're probably not reaching and dreaming big enough. You're just like, if you do everything right, it's because you're literally getting dressed and going to and driving to work. That's it. Like right. you're not Wow, doing you didn't make mistakes. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, great to go. And and one thing I do want to do a quick little plug is the only way to lessen mistakes or two ways are our knowledge and experience of others. So like um Leaning and getting a mentor and that will help you make less mistakes, but you're still going to make mistakes no matter what you do. I think, um, I think Hermosi, the golden child, I think he said, um, um, experience breeds confidence, mm-hmm. but you got to get the experience. For, you know what I mean? You're not just oh, going to be agree. confident. So I agree with that 100%. You, you have to get the experiences to get the confidence. And guess what? To get the experiences, you have to fail. And that, that's most people. Like some people like fake it till they make it, right? They're yeah. just automatically confident. But in, in most people, um, they have to prove something first before they believe in themselves that they can do it. Yes. And I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Um, another saying I heard, it was actually from, uh, I don't know who it was from originally, but uh, we're, we're hiring a new acquisition manager. And he said this in uh, the interview. He said, um, you're either winning or learning. And I, I freaking love that. So you hired him. Well, that was one of the many reasons why we hired him. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Um, winning or learning. No, I agree. Not I winning or losing. Winning or learning. Winning or learning, yes. It's not really a, a loss unless it puts you under and you, and you stop. Because and you of stop. It. Yes. Yep, exactly. I like it. Awesome. Well, that was a little bit more uh, motivational type, just general topic. But let's dig into a few of the, a few of the mistakes we made at the beginning, Lucas, and um, especially starting out. Do you have any, anything that really like a specific mm. strategy we tried or something we did for a while or a specific event that was a, a mistake? Mistake for us off the top of your head? Yeah, the, the first thing that came to mind, and again, I don't know if it's a mistake or not because we, we learned a lot from it, but um, you know, as we were growing our portfolio, we were, we were kind of like grow, 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 figure it out later. Mm-hmm. And there was times I feel like we grew so much, we bought so much, and then we had to almost plateau for a little bit because we over leveraged ourselves on the short term loans and the rehab side of things. So we, we had all these short-term loans go up, 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 and then we're like, crap, we gotta refinance everything, stop buying, and then stabilize our property management. And I felt like we kind of did that for a while. I mm-hmm. felt, I f- looking back on it, if we would have tracked our, our leverage, our short-term leverage and our, and our construction costs a little better, I feel like it would have been a, a, a simpler ride to, to where we are now and just alleviated some, some of the stressors that we faced. Yeah, so, for those that don't know, we, um, I mean, basically every single, for about, so for about six years, you got yours in good. I, I, so I'm good. just going to say like they do when they I hit, hear like, you better right now than all of last episode. Well, good. So I'm just going to uh, keep it here and I can't figure out the ear thing. So um, and for those that don't know, for about, I would say six years straight, maybe, probably about six years because maybe not until like 2016 to 22, um, we literally bought everything we could. Like there was, there wasn't really anything we passed on that made somewhat sense. So I think mm-hmm. you're just saying that we grew so quickly and got ahead of ourselves, and we're like, it's a deal. We're going to buy it. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure the like the long-term financing out, or we'll figure out the private lender for the upfront mm-hmm. costs, or we'll figure out the if it's going to cash flow or not. Like in real life, on paper, everything cash flowed. Um, so I think that's kind of uh, a little bit what you're alluding to, correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and there's some benefits into that, right? Like that's kind of just what we do and who we are. We, we grow, grow, grow and, and figure out the operations later. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a lot of people like to get the operations done, get that foundation done, and then then scale from there. And I, I would say that's probably where we lean towards now, just a little bit more. But we got the team to to support that. Like mm-hmm. we weren't operational wizards by any means. No, no, we weren't. And I don't know that we uh, if we have we're, we're getting pretty good now at operating small businesses. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't know if wizards the right word. You can't like. You're not magical, Lucas. You're not a wizard. You don't know that. Well, if you did, you did. I've known you for 20 years. You're doing a good freaking job of hiding it. Yeah. That, that would be something I wouldn't be able to hide. I'd be like, watch this. Yeah, you tell me right away after, you know, getting home from the bar in college. You'd be like, watch me make our dog float. Fire. Fire. Okay, yeah. Awesome. Um, so, so what's what's one uh, one of the mistakes that jumps out to you the most? Um, I, I, don't, I know. And again, I, I almost feel like I'm like, Joking, we can't rename this episode, but I almost want to be like biggest lessons learned. I like the biggest mistakes, especially the the um, little connotation of that to get people to uh, to watch. But I, I do feel like every like mistake we made was just lessons learned, and we didn't like ever like buy something that was like, oh my gosh, we overpaid by a million bucks or anything like that. I would mm-hmm. say um, we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but the biggest mistakes I think if we could have maybe slow. Uh, slow down a little bit to grow faster like part of me thinks like we got to 46 million because we were crazy yeah but i wonder if like we would have paused the breaks for six months could we have gone even faster after that yeah. i don't know what or, do you think about that or maybe maybe it was the right path to get to 46 million but to get to 100 million it's it's not the right way to yeah. do it or it's maybe not even possible just grinding yeah. your way to 100 million yeah you got to get systems in place got to be a little a little more smarter about your growth instead of just brute force yeah no i i agree and and i think in general so let's i'm going to give some takeaways for newer investors i feel like some mistakes that i made lucas and what i was doing maybe you did the same ones or different but I always tell a lot of people at the beginning because I did this. I remember at first when I was going and meeting people, um, you know, I would always say, hey, I'm looking to buy any house in any condition in any area of town. And that did one of two things. A, it let people send me just crappy deals because this guy said I'll buy anything. So my good deals, my good buyers, I'll send to them. But anything else, I'll send to this guy. And I just was looking at crappy deals. Um, And the other thing it does is they don't remember you. You're the guy that buys everything. Everybody says that. So once I narrowed my 30-second elevator pitch in um, Mm -hmm. networking events at meetups with, hey, we're looking to buy in St. Charles County, North County, Mid County, anything from, you know, 100 to 200 grand. Doesn't matter how much it needs, as long as there's equity, I will be able to look at it and close within a few. So as long as, as soon as I got that, like our buy box down, because I just, didn't want to miss a deal. So I said, buy everything. I got a lot more efficient and wasn't, you know, analyzing deals, you know, for five hours a week there, I analyzed 20 deals and zero of them made sense. There was that little bit of time where I was doing that. Yeah. Getting, getting your buy box focused, uh, is, is super smart. And then I, I'll take that a step I'm further. I'm super smart. That's why. That is why I'll take that a step further and say, we went a little wider before we realized this might be smarter to go a little deeper. So, um, we're like, oh, let's let's do single families, let's do apartments, let's do Airbnbs, let's do storage, let's do um, midterm rentals. What else did we try? Um, I mean, almost bought a lake house, looking to buy a beach house. Like we we've we've tried a lot of different things, and we figured out that and wasted a lot of time on stuff that doesn't make sense for us and investors. Might make sense for someone else. Does make sense for someone else, but uh, doesn't make sense for you. Uh, you know, that I, I think a lot of people can make money on storage. Was it right for us though? No, it's not what our team set up to be. And I don't think we wanted to set up our team for that, but that's what you want. Go make money on storage. It just wasn't right for us. 
So don't don't go don't go too wide. Yeah, go super deep. Become an expert on something before maybe dabbling in something else. That was really good points. It was really hard for me not to do. That's what she said stuff when you're saying deeper and wider. But I waited till the end, and I j I go deep and wide. Just ask court. So so not or you're an and guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. When it comes to going deep and wide, Tyler York. All right. Anyways. All right. What sorry, are, what sorry are, mom. What are some like some simple mistakes that we made? Obviously that feel terrible at the time but looking back it's just like whatever right is uh hiring the wrong contractor mm -hmm. you know well that cost us tens of thousands of dollars yeah well, through the years with different ones correct yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. figure out the right way to vet and hire contractors and subcontractors for your projects or is this I, I, I game think, changer i think a really good way to do that is going off trusted referrals mm -hmm. i feel like the contractors we got in in general not every time nothing's like you know exact black or white but most of the times we got a couple Trouble with contractors were either a referral from somebody you didn't really know or somebody found off Thumbtack or Craigslist or something like that. When you are in the space of getting new contractors, if you have a really trusted investor you work with and they give you a great referral, like mm -hmm. you can still vet them, but that's just a good way to avoid that, I would say. Yeah. Because I'm not going to give a contractor away to somebody that asks that's a crappy contractor. For sure, especially to someone that you know and trust. Yep. And you don't want to put them in that situation. Another one that comes to the top of mind, super simple, but uh, we there was several houses that we weren't able to get the appraised value on the back end of the bird strategy. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were some things we did to not allow us to do that. Uh, whether, you know, buying occupied rentals, not even touching it and think they're gonna appraise for 30% higher. And not then, meeting the appraiser. And then not meeting the appraiser. They're not being prepared with comps and what you've done to the property. Those were, those were you know, those can be huge mistakes and they were for us mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah, I like to uh, tell people, and in general, I think these numbers are pretty accurate. You can tell me. So we used to kind of split up meeting the, the appraisers out, and sometimes we wouldn't do it. I would say, I don't know. We have people doing I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would say maybe I met 30 or let's say 40 people appraisers at the properties, and you know, I was, I was tasked with doing it 50 times or something. I would say almost 95% of the time I met the appraiser at the property, we got the yeah. number, if not 100%. And the couple times we didn't get it, it, it was literally when I didn't meet the appraiser sure. at the property. It, it's, it's a game changer. It's and, crazy. And building, you know, the appraiser part is just like any other part of this business or any business is it's a relationship game. You know, they get them to, to trust you and understand that you're putting a quality product out there and you understand your numbers. And maybe, uh, maybe they want to rehab on the side so you can refer some contractors to them as well to start building that trust. And, uh, um, I think that's a huge relationship that we've built is with our appraisers over time. Yeah, and and, and T York's trying. He's, he wants to get a timer because he thinks he can hold me to these tag segment times. The tag segment segment times. Tags? Like he, he thinks he can hold me to these times if he's like, you go really long on the some segments and you go really short in other segments. Because I'm a wild man, Tyler. Right? Can't hold this dude back. Yeah, that's what I was going for. My hype man can't hold me back. Um, so no, I I agree. I was I was saying that thing because we're I don't know where we're out of time, but we're almost done with the segment. We're gonna move on to riddles here in a second. But um, in general, yeah, I think the I, I wanna. There's a lot of mis mistakes. So like I think we've kind of hit the tactical ones uh, pretty well. A lot of people let emotion get involved and over the the biggest mistakes I see that can that can really What's the word? Sink? Uh, no, that uh, sink, yeah, but that can compile on top of each other is if you're looking at a project, you overestimate um, the ARV and underestimate the rehab. Like yeah. you let emotion involve like 
The ARV is, you know, 200. There's a 195 comp, a 205 comp, and a 208 comp. But you say, if I do everything right, it's going to be worth 220. Mm. And then on the rehab, it needs 40 grand, but you say, I'm going to do the work myself over the weekend, so I'm going to put 30 grand in. And you just stretch the numbers on each side mm -hmm. of the formula. And if they both go wrong, you're really screwed. If one goes wrong, maybe you're okay. But just sticking to the numbers and not letting emotion get involved. I don't think we did that a ton. We probably did a few times maybe, but not really. So I think that's – I'm just trying to think of some common mistakes that some people would make. And then I kind of want to wrap up the segment with some bigger picture thoughts on mistakes like we kind of started it with. But I, I see that sometimes. Does that kind of make sense that they stretch it? Because yeah. assuming everything's going to go perfectly and yeah. that never happens. And to me, I, I, I see a little more on the, on the front end of the rehab like um, – yeah, I don't think we have to do that. Then this is when you're going to look at it making an offer, like building your rehab budget for your offer. Yeah, I don't think we'll have to do that. Maybe we can get away with not doing that. Maybe And you say that three or four times throughout a project, and then you get into actual construction like, oh, this is trash. Man, you mm. do have to do that. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and budget for that up front. So um, if you end up having to do it, uh, you're in a good spot on the back end. And if you don't, you're even in a safer spot on the back end. Nope, I agree. I like it. Cool. So I think in general – if you have the expectation that you're going to get into real estate and you're going to be successful, but you're going to make mistakes, you're not going to become a millionaire overnight. But if, if you stick with it, that is 90% of millionaires come through real estate. So if you stick with it, you're going to become a millionaire. But if you're okay with making mistakes, you minimize them by having some discipline and listening to other people's mistakes like you do with us here. Mm -hmm. I think that's uh, I think that's some good advice. Yeah. So just all the, all the mindset game when it comes to these mistakes, you, you know, it, it sucks, right? And, and it's okay to say that it sucks, but don't let it sink you for an experience. Don't let it drain you and affect your mindset for an extended period of time. And don't make that same mistake again. Actually learn from it. Yeah, and, and I think having like a partner in this space, like we can be your partners here on the Faster Freedom Show and we just can? Like hopefully motivate them. Um, but I was I always tell people like, how's it like working with Lucas or working with a, a business partner and all this kind of stuff? And you know, don't you want to do it yourself? Blah blah blah. And I'm always say like, uh, just similar to what you were saying is. Um, when one of us is down, the other one's up so we can pick the other one up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're, we're up so much of the time. We're never really both down, but one of us down, the other one could pick us up, but when we're both up, watch the fuck out because things are going to happen. So what would you consider you are this week? Would you be up or down this week? I'm up this week. I'm up this week too. Yeah, no, I'm and up last this week. week. Yeah, no, everything's, everything's yeah, looking good. It's fun. We, occasionally I'm um, have our downs, but it's usually uh, the other one's up. So that's a thing a uh, benefit of having a partner the right partner but also you know listening to these uh, kind of things and i get messages on the daily literally daily um from people like hey just love what you're doing super motivating to see this or that so yeah just get motivation and um, learn from other people whether it be actual business partners or just people like us out there that are doing our best to try to give you good advice all right, Lucas, are you ready to look stupid? Yeah. Okay, it's not very hard for you, is it? No. He's good at these questions. All right, so Lucas, um, if, and if you're watching this, or if you're listening, either one, I guess you could press yeah. pause. If you're on YouTube, write the answer in the comment section, or if you're listening, pause and try to think about it. But um, Lucas, what has to be broken before you can use it? You know what the first thing that came to my mind when you said that? What? Something weird, and I'm this is gonna go an interesting way. I like that. I am not Jewish. I'm gonna, okay, yeah, yeah, I got Jewish friends, but yeah. I'm picturing the Wedding Crashers movie where they they like stomp on that glass thing in a bag. I think it's, I think it's like a say, bottle of liquor or, or, or Nahum. Is uh, that what they say? 
something along those lines. I would look at you, not that you know everything, but um, yeah, I, I don't know that they, they say Lahayim at some point, that, but yeah, you're saying they break the glass. I think it's like a champagne or wine bottle yeah. or something, and they step on it and break it, and then that's... But not necessarily to use it. Yes, okay. But that's the first thing that came to my okay, mind. Okay, so that's the wrong. The second thing that came to my mind was a glow stick. Ooh, that's a good one. That was that that I'll I'll take that. Alex Trebek, will we take it? R.I.P. <laughs> yes, we'll take it. I think didn't, didn't he used to? Is, is are there correct answers to these? Uh, this one is an egg. Like an oh egg. yeah, I yeah. love eggs. Yeah, eggs are phenomenal. Yeah. They're tasty. You Easy, can put them in quick. stuff. Yeah, they have got some protein in yeah. them. Do them in a sandwich. Do them by themselves. Burrito. Scramble them up over skillet. easy, over medium. Yeah. Throw them in some rice and like make a little uh, stir fry. Stir fry. Dude, eggs. Shout out to eggs. I know. Oh, hard boil them. Yes. Chop them up, put them in a salad. Deviled eggs. Oh, that's your top uh, advertising. <laughs> yeah, gosh, that was, that's better than saying you're the top show ever is Jersey Shore. Trust me. But yes, Lucas, don't make me embarrass you and get a poll out on social media. Not you the, should. Yeah, there's no Which way to do a poll. Which worse? one is worse? <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so the answer is egg. But yeah, glow stick, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I like it. All right. So you didn't look too stupid yet, but Not we'll get yet, you there. I will. I'm tall, when I'm, uh, I'm tall when I'm young and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? What? Uh, who are you or what are you? What am I? Who are you? That'd be like... Benjamin Button. That's what I said when we <laughs> talked about earlier. But I still think he started out small. It's you're tall yeah. when you're tall when you're um, young, and you're short when you're old. The correct answer to that is a fire. That is not the right correct answer. What? What? Why wouldn't that be? Because fires aren't always tall. I mean, I mean when they first start, well, they and they're young, and then they, bro. <laughs> I saw I'm throwing a wrench in this. So what? What is your correct answer? I forgot the answer. What's the answer? A candle. That's well, the same thing, kind of, right? Well, it burns stick, it down. The stick, but yes, yeah, so you're you're along the the stick, the stick, but yes, yeah, yes, a candlestick. But there are candles in like bowls and stuff that say the same size. Okay, that's a good one. I forgot about that one. Let me see if they. Um, what is the? Oh, I, and I got this one. Um, I got. I, I had a funny one for this. One, but what is the answer? What is a question you can never answer yes to? Oh, you probably had like an actual <laughs> answer. I'm gonna say. Uh, oh man. My question to Tyler, I'll tell you what. I'm just say was. a rhetorical question. Mine was, what's your name? <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, so what is a question you can never answer yes to? Um, what was it? <laughs> Are you asleep? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. funny. So, so maybe maybe sleep? next time we can write him or text me because I only, I only remembered <laughs> one of the three answers. Unless you talk in your sleep. Unless, I mean, but you, I don't know you can listen in your sleep. I mean, that's a good pickup like line. You, I had you, talk you, in my sleep. You whisper, Sid. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a good pickup line. I talk in my sleep. That's great because I listen in my sleep. Ooh, Ooh get him. Gosh, we were so smooth back we in were, the day. We were the best daters. Daters ever. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, that was kind of fun. So we, we like to keep... So I, I don't know if I got any of them right. I would say the glow stick one you got right. The All fire's got to be right. No. Yeah, got to be right. I mean, I don't think so. I think... That is correct. There could be a fire that's like a gaslit fire. It can be the exact same. How can all you time. answer yes to a rhetorical question? Well, what is a yes? Yeah, I mean, I think they're all right, guys. Give me some. the the Jewish little <laughs> thing was not <laughs> I right. Glad I didn't say that one. Well, yeah, I mean, you weren't being like you weren't being like mean about it. You were just trying to yeah. So yeah. It, it was fine. It wasn't. We're not. We're not going low. No, no. I'm just yet. glad I didn't answer it that way yeah. before I thought about yeah, it. Yeah. No. It was fine. Um. Yeah. That was fun. So it was fun. I was saying we uh we so we always are going to have you know uh, a 
a good intro. We're always going to dig deep into a topic and, and have some fun there. And then we like to do different segments, like the yeah. goat segments or, or riddle me this. So let's move on to the what's trending. Yeah, mental health and riddles. Got. Goodness gracious. All right. I literally have a three o'clock train that I haven't even done the um, training for, like the actual. So it's, it's it's for our um, relaunch, our our um, membership model. Do you model. have to have a presentation? Or yeah. Or can you just it's like on scaling. verbally? It's on scaling. No, it's a PowerPoint and everything. So mm -hmm. I'm fine. I'll do it quickly. But anyways, got that here in about 35 minutes. Um, it's the last part of our membership. So I'm doing a five-day training for our membership. Well, um, let's wrap up about 15, we, 20. Yeah, we got time. All yeah. right. So what's trending? So. Um, we're just kind of going through Google Trends and seeing what's going on in the market. So uh, NVIDIA, which is, I don't even know what they are. They're one of the biggest companies in the world all of a sudden. Um, a d big, uh, big role in AI, correct, Tyler? A huge role. Yeah. So they do all of the um, microchips and all the chips and everything. So they were a big reason, um, you know, why we couldn't get cars there for a while after mm. COVID. They're huge into AI. I think if um, this AI trend continues, which I think most people think it will, I don't know to what extent, they're going to be a huge player in that. So how NVIDIA goes is how the general stock market thinks AI is going to go. And I mentioned like Taiwan a little bit earlier. So I think a majority of these high-end chips are made in Taiwan, like a majority, like 90%. Mm. Um, and China is talking about invading Taiwan, which would put the, a monkey wrench in everything. It would. Yeah, so. we're doing some investments, obviously, here with with one of our companies. And yeah, it's interesting when you when you get outside of the United States companies, like just my comfort level drops dramatically. I don't know why. Just like, yeah, they, they have the upside, but it also who knows, right? When they're well, you, did you read this? Their upside? Uh, their upside's crazy. Tell me about it. Um, so the reason it, it surged um, six point seven percent. Um, after they announced a $25 billion stock buyback um, and record quarterly revenue. So just crushing it, doing a stock buyback yeah, because of the AI-focused chips. The owners, not only, they're not trying to, to trick people, this no. company. Like the owners of the company, believe the partners believe in their business. So yes. they even want to own more of their business. Yes, so that exactly, that's a good point to put on this. So anyway, their stock just reached over 500 bucks um, during the latest session, and it has a year-to-date uh, increase of 223%. That's not bad. That and that's good? a stock, that's not like crypto we're talking about, that's in like, uh, you know, a, a stock. It's like meta this year. Is, is it, it's up crazy. But not 223. Close. Is it? Yeah. So it's over double? I think it's like up 160 this year. Something Damn. crazy. And that's, well, that's even going off the back of their, um, they're holding the metaverse and all that flopping, but they're still they're still doing well otherwise. The book is that. back. We've been talking about. Well, it. Well, I think there's that, and then I think there's uh, I think they got a crap ton of doing the blue check mark thing. Just gave them like forty million a month, which to them is not a ton. So but yes, it helps. what is that? So they just giving out to like everybody? No, I, I don't think. I think you have to have a certain criteria. It's just a lot, 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 lot lower of a criteria. Yeah. It's like makes it less. I don't know. Less like cool yeah now. but mine just because so the one place i don't have a check mark is facebook, facebook because they don't do check marks right now on business pages gotcha and people are getting scammed left and right on facebook so people used to get scammed all the time my tiktok got the mm. check mark um and then and they anymore. just got it. i earned it or whatever got yeah. it and then that stopped and then went over to instagram that was growing then i got the check mark there yeah and then so that stopped getting like people getting scammed but like there's Somebody sent me a message the other day. They're like, is this you? I'm like, no. They're like, oh my gosh, I just gave them $500. I was like, the page has zero followers. The faster freedom spelled wrong. The profile picture is the one they stole from me, but the cover photo is like 
it, it says like Adobe, like mm. somebody, and then it says they're based out of UK, and it was like nothing even is filled out. It's like, why do you think mm. this is me? Check it. So, anyways, so is there so any anything you can do that on the Facebook side? Of I mean, I can do a story like I do every once in a while, saying, "Watch out right. for those scammers." But you'll but, never have that. And I and I authentication as a business. Page, I, I'm sure eventually they'll hopefully do it. I don't know when you look into that, but there because I hate people losing money. But like I um, told them not to, uh, you know, I was like, "That's obvious." You know, just do a little more research before you give somebody money. If you think somebody's talking to you, that's fine. But do like research before um you give them money so yeah so that's a uh, frustrating i mean i report them and block them when i see them so mm -hmm. they don't but anyways but yeah uh, so the video is popping tech tech got stocks got crushed in 2022 crushed they're glowing they're carrying the entire stock market this year crushed but with that they're, they're so much more volatile most of them than i would say like you're I don't know, like your General Motors. And, and for anybody watching, Hathaway. NASDAQ is basically kind of the tech stocks. Yeah. That's yeah. more the tech stocks. So I think that has something to do with the 223, right? Because it probably dropped freaking 70% last year. But still, that's a that's that's awesome. And so obviously riding the wave of, of, of AI here. And they're, they're just scratching the surface. Yeah. And I think so from talking to a few different people, in my general opinion, I think Stocks were probably undervalued a little bit last year, and they might be a little bit overvalued this year. But who knows? The the price is the price. I think a lot of people are worried that um, stocks and tech stocks, uh, especially, are overvalued right now. Like whatever form they use to value the company based on what like is over. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. And if AI picks up and these chips keep coming, they're just going to keep going. Yep. And then uh, Kevin Hart. So. Um, Kevin love, Hart recently Kevin shared Hart, on uh, Instagram that he's temporarily in a wheelchair due to injuries sustained in a race with Stephen Ridley, which I believe is probably the I think he's running back for the Patriots, maybe. Yeah, that sounds um, right. He he tore his lower abdomen, hip, and thigh muscle. Gosh, he got beat up. Yeah, <laughs> they talk about <laughs> on, his a, age. on a race or was he in a war? A race. He's unable to walk um, and talk about how old he is. So that's just a. It's funny. Kevin Hart is funny. And yeah, that sucks. I mean, he's in his 40s now. He's in great shape, but um, he is a shockingly small man. Yeah, the man. A lot, lot of different directions we can go here. The first thing that I thought of was um, you and Jaden's race that you guys were going to have. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, he was 20 at the time you guys made it, and you were like 35. I'm like, dude, you're gonna freaking tear your do exactly what Kevin Hart did in yeah. half. Uh huh. Um, I was like, hey, I can jog still. I'm a jogger. Maybe even push pace if, uh, for any Orange Theory fans out there. But uh, sprinting, yeah, it's a different tough. world, man, mm -hmm. especially you and your tight yeah. muscles. I know. Well, they, they, they help to a certain degree. They make you a little more twitchy, but then, then they pop. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Kevin Hart. Love Kevin Hart. Funny guy. Dude. Um, my son, my seven-year-old son, thinks Kevin Hart is so funny because well, the only movie that he's in that he knows him from is Jumanji. Mm -hmm. Even though it is PG-13. Oh well. Shh. Yeah, he he was guided parentally by me, and I'm over 13. Goodness gracious, that's correct. So uh, when uh, gosh, he's so funny in that movie. Can I say one line? Um, Tyler. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Tyler said you can. Um, he, when uh, Jack Black, they first get into Jumanji. Jack Black's like going on a rant next to the river and that uh, hippopotamus comes up behind him like eats him and just pulls him back into the water and he, he dies one of his three uh, marks goes away I've never away. seen Jumanji dude it's good first I one think there's two of them right yeah second one's not as good uh, first one uh, and then, and then uh, uh, who uh, the rock character is like get in there go save him he goes I got a backpack on it he goes everyone knows you don't go in the water with a backpack <laughs> 
he's <laughs> funny. He just has some great laughs. How he gets so emotional, like yeah. he gets, like he scream talks, which is funny. And yes. his stand up comedy is hilarious. He's he's a hard working man. Him I and, love Kevin him Hart. and Rock work their asses off, and uh, I like that they're like good friends and yeah. they're like twenty movies together because they yeah. just want their, to be that. Their relationship is really cool. They're so fun. Have you seen the uh, another hilarious story on him? Did you see the interview with some one of the movies they did together? The um, interviewer was like, "Yeah, uh, The Rock or Dwayne, you know, I think it's incredible. I saw a story that you bought your mom a house. Like, that's so yeah. nice. Have you seen that interview? And then it, and Kevin Hart's like, he's like, he's worth he, a billion dollars. Yeah, he's <laughs> about time he bought his mom a fucking house worth a billion dollars. Yeah, like, don't don't act like that's anything special. Have you seen the one where they act like each other? Yeah, that was so funny. That's a good one yeah, too. They're 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 both hilarious. The Rock yeah. is hilarious. He is funny. That's so funny. Did you speaking of The Rock, real quick? So did you see the um? I just saw this on uh. Cardone was interviewing um, uh, Dana White. So they bought UFC for $2 million. And $2 then, million? $2 million a long time ago. Yeah. And then they just they sold it a couple years ago for $4 billion, And the guy that bought it, um, like wasn't like us but kind of like he he was going up against disney against like against a ton of huge mm. companies he scraped together every dollar he had leveraged everything got investors and bought it and he got ripped in social media and this was bought like three four years ago mm -hmm. for buying for four billion dana white still owns it runs it or owns portion of it yeah it just got valued at nine billion that's so he's like those in the cardone interview he's like take risk if dude, you believe in if it you go believe for in it. it go all think in. about it. He, he leveraged his entire life to it and it's doubled in value yeah with the probably B. super passionate about it too yeah. which is which is the reason why I think Dana White took it from yes. nothing. If, to if what he wasn't it is. there, yeah, because it's not an investment. Like that was his life, his passion. He he ran and it. And one person running it, it is which is key. Boxing, yeah. I think, is kind of going to the wayside a little bit because they're just pr different promoters. Different. There's not one like unifying Dana White. Like the commissioner runs it. He's in all like mm -hmm. it all goes through him. Yeah, so, Dana White's. Yeah, he's, I love he's made it. some, some great great uh, great. Great insight, great lessons behind yeah, that. that. That's just cool I, that that guy like, you know, took a complete swing at it, mm -hmm. like it, out of his shoes. Like this is like either going to sink me or make me. And yeah. it made him. He's a multi, multi-billionaire now. Yep. Hopefully he can use some, figure out some ways to Get utilize that equity. Because I mean, you, you're, you're leveraged to 4 billion, right? <laughs> so he was, yeah. So your, your monthly nut on that is a lot. And you know, I don't know. monthly nut? A lot. So okay. your, your, your revenue hopefully is obviously paying for that and he can figure out a way to bring in some partners raise some cash for himself so he can start seeing some some benefits of that yeah i'm sure yeah he got his structure he's obviously a pretty sharp feller to be able yeah. to come up with four billion we for couldn't sure. do that we that's couldn't a, even come up with chunk. we couldn't even come up with four million to buy that hundred units. Uh, we had the we had the uh we had 14 million we needed another four million okay so well, we couldn't come up with 18. there you go Could so that's up. not even close to four billion no, not even close. All right, Lucas, yeah, preach. Yeah. You were talking about um, earlier uh, about Jewish weddings. Just preach like a Jewish wedding. Nah, yeah. So motiv motivation uh, Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we t we talked on our previous podcast about how, uh, and I talked to Kiko about this too. I was like, time time is just flying by, um, and uh, we're 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 trying to figure out if that's like you know, good <laughs> or bad for lack of a better word. Um, but we're, I, I think to me, as I'm starting to realize is that means we're, we're in our genius zones and we're, we're having a lot of fun doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember 
times not too, too long ago, either sitting in school, waiting for that bell to ring, just that class dragging on, or sitting at work when we used to be in corporate, watching the clock, waiting to get the heck out of there. And that just seems like a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, to me, I just, you know, if, if your day's not flying by, you're probably doing something that you don't like very much. So uh, get aligned with, with what you want out of this life, get passionate about something and go fucking after it because it's possible and we're living it right now. No, I think that's good. I kind of want to uh, parlay that a little bit into, yeah, if you're not looking forward to Monday mornings, like we talked about, like yeah. I, we don't live for the weekend. I enjoy the weekend and it's a recharge. It's a, it's a, um, it's a good, oh, oh, I'm getting recorded. Let's do it. I'll get pumped up. All right. No. Um, if you don't enjoy what you're doing on Monday morning, that's okay. You don't have to quit your job, but figure out something that you look forward to. Like I literally get so excited. Like I get more excited to go to bed Sunday night than any night of the week. Cause Monday starts the week starts. we got our board directors meetings. we got our companies. We're going to learn about what all the companies are doing mm -hmm. from the leaders and see and create game plans and business plans to move the business forward and create a lot of impact that following week so i uh i think if you don't love what you do um that's okay you don't like i said don't need to do anything drastic but find something there's you can make money in something you love to do no matter yeah. what it is i promise with technology with social media with creating a course around it with um just doing whatever you love doing you can make yeah. a lot of money doing it yeah it could be just a, a role with a company it could be starting your own business it could be running a nonprofit. there's so many different things out there and if if you you have to work to to uh, make a living like most of us, right? Uh, you're spending 40 hours of your week at this place, okay. if not more. So why would you choose to spend 40 hours doing something that doesn't make you happy? Like one of my you know biggest drivers, I think, is I don't, I want to look back on my life when I'm old and gray and be like, man, I I did everything in this world. I gave it my all and. Uh, you know, I was happy more days than not, pretty mm -hmm. much. And I, and I want to have any regrets. And I feel like people that are stuck in that for long periods of time are going to look back and like, why the hell did I do that? Yeah, I think that, that's one of the, nobody regrets, um, you know, nobody regrets taking chances on things. I feel like people regret and Ooh, they- I got um, a great quote for that. They, they, uh, people suffer more from, um, you know, not dreaming big than dreaming too big. So I think you got you to gotta go for it and, just because you're kind of in a rut right now or don't really know what you want to do, I just think having some perspective and some um, and some potential uh, patience plays a long way. What's your quote you got? I, and I wrote these down. I have like six down okay. inspirational thoughts. TTLW original. It's just, it's just a question. Have you ever heard a man or woman say, man, I wish I didn't chase after my dreams? No. Nope. Have you ever heard that one time? Not once. No, it's... Uh, man, I wish I would have done this. Mm -hmm. or I wish I would have chased my mm -hmm. dreams. But you Good. never heard regret from that. No, that's what I was saying is people suffer more from dreaming too little than too big. For Dream sure. big and go for it. That's from uh, The Great Showman. Oh, I love that movie too. It's a great movie. Hugh Jackman's a talented guy. Yeah, he is. That's Wolverine him singing, right? and sings, yep. Yeah, those are two pretty different roles. Yes, they are. Polar opposites. Uh, what, give me just one more quote out of that. No, I thought oh, you had six of them. it's a good one, man. Um, all right. Oh, I got some good ones. I don't know which one I want to say. Uh, okay. You want to get one um, more? Don't don't screw this up. All right. Uh, the people that say luck doesn't matter or didn't p play a part in their success are usually the ones who benefited from luck the most. Okay, there you go. Kind of twisting it on its head. Um, so yeah. So so what do you think about luck? I think it's a huge part of all of us. We're okay. all privileged to be here. We're lucky to even be on this earth and. 
you know, you and I were lucky to have, you know, good parents that mm -hmm. were supportive. Like we're so freaking lucky mm -hmm. compared to most of this, most of this world. Oh, well, I agree. I think you're lucky to even be here. There's like yeah. a one in trillion chance that you're even four born. Trillion or that whatever. Even I don't even know how you come up with that, but <laughs> yeah, Degrassi or whatever says it. So the I him and uh, uh, Vaynerchuk says it a lot too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. what do you think? Well, no, I, I know. I think that, um, I think there's luck, but like you, I think you create a lot of, of it course. by having the right yeah. mindset. Like, if you're negative and you're always like your head down and you're not open to opportunities, you're not going to be lucky. But if you're a positive 100%. person and you listen to other people and you're happy and you say hi to people in the street and just that luck and that or that just Energy general happiness and, universe, and situations yeah. present themselves it's, to it's you. It's both. The people that say, man, I, I no luck was involved. It was 100% hard work. That, that's bullshit, man. Yeah. You had some luck in your life mm -hmm. for sure. For sure. And I'll take it all. I'll take all the luck. Give, Give me, me that luck. Me. Give me the luck and we'll work hard along get the a, way get and a, create our own luck. A truckload of luck. Or a Pode. fuckload of luck. Lucas. <laughs> All right. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share this with a friend. Like it. Subscribe to it. Rate it. Um, and let's... Hit the lights. Hit the lights. Oh, too high. Perfect. Nice shot. See the next one. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes, along with all our social media handles, so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message, and we'll cover it in an upcoming show. 